One of the things is I schedule out my doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, eye doctor, mammogram, skin check, yep, all those things. And I do that so that I have it scheduled at the beginning of the year for the whole way through. My name is Sam Varner, and I'm a profit coach. And you're asking yourself, what the hell is a profit coach? It is a coach that focuses on business owners getting to the point where they're paying themselves a minimum of $75,000 in actual income. That's what I'm here for. I'm Sam Varner, the Profit Coach, and this is the podcast, She Needs Grit. Get ready, get caffeinated, and let's get profitable. Welcome everyone to the Power Half Hour, and this week, we have a very special guest from Houston, Texas, business coach, Sam Varner. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Thank you for coming on. So tell us a little bit about your story, how you became a business coach. Okay, so there's like a long and meandering path to that, but essentially... I think it started from growing up, my dad owned his own construction company, and so I got to watch him be the boss. So I always knew that I wanted to eventually own my own business. Hmm. And I worked in corporate jobs, I have a background in public relations and communications, and then tripped into personal finance, so was doing financial advising for people in Calgary. And got to the point where I was kind of like, what am I going to do next? And my husband got a job in Australia. So that flipped me right into, oh, I guess we're going to Australia. And when I was there, I had just trained, you know, gotten all my credentials to do the same thing as I was doing in Canada, only to have him come home and say, hey, how about Texas? And it's like, what? Okay, cool. I'll roll with that. At that point, we had four kids. So when we got to Texas, I, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So I got to Texas and thought, okay, I want to take advantage of all the things that I've done in the past, but I don't necessarily want to go back to a corporate job. And now is the time to open a business and do it myself. So awesome. I started doing personal financial coaching for people. So I wanted mm. to help them with their budgeting, their finances, just making the financial world more comfortable for people. And very quickly, business owners were the ones that were showing up. So whatever I was Mm. saying online, whatever I was talking about networking groups, it was resonating with people that owned business. And so instead of doing, hey, we'll figure out your personal money, I went very quickly into, I will profit coach you and get you to make more money in your business, which alleviates the tension on the personal finances if you're doing it correctly. So that's how I ended up here. Amazing. Well, it's quite the journey, you know, starting from corporate to financial planning for people and business coaching, personal individual, and then boom, business Mm -hmm. coaching kind of just like one led to another naturally. It just wasn't like you were like from day one, I want to be a business coach, but because you're good at it and now it turned into this whole thing. So how long have you been doing the business coaching part of it? It's been five years now. Awesome. Awesome. You know, A lot of businesses, especially because my audience is mainly realtors, were not profitable. You're right. (laughs) I wish I could say, no, that's not true, but no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It's tough to be profitable. So I guess, you know, when you were working with business owners, you know, team leaders, what are some tips and tricks right now that you're giving them to become more profitable besides like spend less, make more? (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, it always kind of boils down to spend less, make more, yeah. but it comes from a position of how exactly you're going to do that, right? Because yeah, mm. we hear that advice. We know what it looks like to calculate yeah. out our profitability and it comes from a place of figuring out where are your gaps right now? So are mm. you actually in a position of selling more and more of the people you're in front of, right? What's your closing ratio in your business? Are you good at it? Right. We can, and this happens, real estate's a great example of an industry where people are naturally often good talkers and they are naturally kind of salesy people. Yeah. And I mean that in the best way possible, yeah. but they don't necessarily work on how do I strengthen that sales muscle and get better and better at closing, at figuring out what are those pinpoints where uh, I could have gotten that guy, but something happened. Do we go back and evaluate and reflect on why we lost the business or why they mm. didn't choose you when you're in a bit of a situation of either a bidding war on a selling situation yeah. or when somebody's getting ready to actually sell their house and they're interviewing four or five different people, what is it that didn't get you the job? And how are we correcting for that on the front end, right? Interesting. So that's actually even like a marketing type of coaching and also a little mm -hmm. bit of sales coaching, I would guess, right? Yeah. And my okay. philosophy has always been that I have a crush formula. So I use a crush formula to kind of walk my clients through. And we start with the core of your mm -hmm. business. So why are you even doing what you're doing? Why are you in this industry to begin with? Why do you want to serve clients from the position that you are? Love we it. get that really strong because that's what keeps us going on those days where it feels like banging your head against the wall. And that's a lot of days these days for a lot of realtors. I mean, it's, it is. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the real the estate core, business right now is hard, right? Yeah. It is. And so we need to have a reason for getting up and continuing to do it. So we start there, but then we do talk about all of your financials and understanding it and making really clear decisions as to what we're spending money on, what we're not spending money on, what we're mm. evaluating the ROI, so the return on your investment for all the things that we do spend our money on in a business, all of those pieces. But then there is the sales, promotion, mindset, automation, all of those pieces I still feel like drives into profit. So we talk about all of that, which is a little bit more diverse than just, hey, what are your numbers, right? Yeah, interesting. So it really like a holistic whole view of the business from sales to marketing to what are you spending lead gen on? What are you not spending yeah. on? Where are the gaps? Where are the opportunities for you to increase income? And obviously you dissect P&L and everything and identify where you're spending money, where you shouldn't be spending money. Oh yeah. And yeah. that's always the part where it's interesting, especially with certain service-based businesses like being in real estate, sometimes people forget that they're actually in business for themselves, right? They're kind of of that, like it's a pseudo, am I an employee? I work under a different brokerage. Like how does that work? There's structures there that you have to kind of maintain and follow to a certain degree, but then you're pretty autonomous as well. It's kind of that combination. And sometimes we just, because everybody else is doing it, I'm spending money on this. And I didn't ever really think about it. And is it even working for me? So that's a huge portion of the discussion and, and knowing your numbers, like actually yeah. being able to pull up a P&L, right? There's a lot of business owners that are like, I don't really do that. And I'm like, oh, but now we do. Now yeah. We do. Or they don't want to look at the reality yeah. of the situation. It's like, yes, we're not profitable. Yeah. Right. Why do you think that, well, especially in the market right now, people aren't profitable and in good times, people aren't profitable. 
Why is that? Mm. Well, in good times, people aren't profitable because they go crazy with spending, right? Mm. So either you're pulling money for your personal accounts because you want to be living the lifestyle you feel like you've earned as a business owner and you're now finally making money and it's coming in and you're like, woohoo, vacation time or whatever that looks like for you. But in the slow times, we're not profitable because it takes us a long time to pivot, right? Mm. If the things aren't working that we're doing, are we shifting? Are we doing more? Are we 10Xing our efforts? when that's what the market calls for. And most people don't do that, right? Yeah, it's way better to prepare and to be ahead of the curve and mm -hmm. say, okay, I see a wave coming, whatever it is, like this is what yeah, we need yeah. to do now. So is that what you do with your clients as well? Yeah, I definitely do. We talk a lot about having money set aside. So you're profitable means we're actually generating revenue and there's revenue in the business that's sitting there for the lean times, that's sitting there for the investment opportunity that comes along that you wanna be able to take advantage of. So we're building to that as well. So not only are we building profitability from a corporate standpoint, right, where we can start to self-finance on the low times, mm -hmm. but also we're building it because we wanna take more money home and actually create the life we've intended. We're all self-employed because we thought we could make more money this way. We'd have more time freedom, more financial freedom. But most of us feel like, oh no, I've made a terrible mistake. I'm working way more than I was in a corporate <laughs> job and making way less. And it's like, well, don't stay there. Don't keep doing that. Right. Get help with what's not working. What sort of typical results for a real estate agent can expect by working with you? That's a really good question. I had a podcast episode go out this week and it was a client of mine who's a realtor mm. and she was on a team and then went independent with me mm. and increased her, now I want to say, I'm almost certain it was her revenue, but it's on that podcast. So you can double check me. You can 300% increase in her revenue over the course of the time that we worked together. So the first, I think it was 12 months. It was a huge increase. So she went from being on a team to being independent. And the, mm -hmm. the thing that she says on that podcast that I think is so interesting is her motivation at that point wasn't really money. It was fear around getting coached around the fear of could she even do that? Would she even have the ability to be successful on her own? Mm. That feeling like she was so protected and so safe within the group. And could she actually even be independent? That felt like a big step for her. And so that was part of our coaching to begin with. And then, you know, we've seen just massive, massive growth since then with her. Wow. And she's still in my circle now. So what are some biggest struggles right now that you see for real estate agents that you're working with? And how are you navigating them past that? I think one of the biggest ones I hear about all the time is there's been such a shift in the market, right? So we're looking at interest rates being yeah. probably the primary issue mm -hmm. that I hear about the most. And honestly, I often will say when I'm in front of a group, it is not important. It is true, right? Everything that you're feeling is true and factual. And yes, we can like look at the logistics of it, but it doesn't matter. It is just the today and now in terms of what the market looks like, in terms of what the interest rates are looking mm -hmm. like. There are still people buying and selling property at these interest rates. We see it. There's still names up on that leaderboard in the office. Mm -hmm. So we have to be very careful not to fall into the trap of like, I can't because of what's happening. It's mm -hmm. like, no, I can despite what's happening, but it's a different problem. So what do I need to shift? What I did three months ago or a year ago is not going to work. So looking at it just as a problem, just as a like, okay, 
how, how could I make this work? And then going after it. That's the number one thing is like, don't let the news or the words that you're floating around in the world settle so heavy on you that you then just think it's impossible. I can't. That's amazing. I always say, you know, it's because the market is down right now that I will, you know, become successful, right? I always say, you know, in 2008, that's the year I actually became, you know, in my mind, a really tough agent because I went through the grind. I became better because of it. So I always think, okay, when the market's down, here's my opportunity Mm -hmm. and there's less competition, right? So look, there's so many people that are in real estate right now that will not be here next year. And by next year, I mean January, like not next year, a year from now. Let's talk to those people right now. If they are listening right now, quiet quitting or straight up, like signing my paper saying I'm out of business, (laughs) what would you say to them right now? Make a decision. Mm. Make a decision of either you are in this business for the long term, not just till Tuesday, not till it's easier, (laughs) but like you're literally in it or actively choose to not be in it. And don't make that a bad thing. Make it be just a decision you're making in your life and then go to the next thing. But don't waffle. Don't waste any more weeks of you thinking, I kind of, I should have, I maybe, I kind, like it doesn't get you anywhere. So you either go, I always say to the kids, I've got four now and a couple of them are teenagers. So we're in that stage. And it's like, we only do things with our full ass. No half-assing allowed, right? (laughs) You're all in. So if you're calling yourself a realtor right now, then for the love, do the things a realtor needs to do to be successful. Otherwise, choose a different occupation and have that be totally okay that that's your choice, but either lean in or get out because it's causing you more stress dwelling on that day in, day out anyway. That's not helping. So Sam, amazing, amazing, amazing advice. How can people reach you if they wanted to, you know, get into your coaching or just have a discovery call? So probably the best place to find me is Sam, the profit coach on Instagram. That is the best place. Slide into my DMS. Tell me you listen to this and ask the question, like whatever you're sitting there with right now, just ask me. I'm happy to have that conversation or we'll book a call and we'll talk about how I can help you grow your business. Amazing. And what I'm gathering from this call is that Sam will actually be very gentle with you and not beat you up. So I like that. (laughs) Sam, what a great call. I'm gentle, but a little bit of an ass kicker. So it's a little like I'm nicely going to kick you in the behind and get you going. I love it. With that being said, thank you so much for being here, Sam. We'll look forward to seeing you soon. And uh, we'll, we'll need to have a part two of this. Thank you. That sounds perfect. Thank you. All right.